All right, we're all just going to do it then. What up, nerds? JJ and Scott here with, our, with the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than our favorite lightsaber duels. How are you doing, Scott? Fantastic. Well, Scott walked into my house today, and he was wearing this uh, Pikachu shirt. And if you've ever seen the Puma logo, what is that, a shoe, right? Puma? Yeah. If you've seen the Puma logo, it's it's Pika, and it's got a Pikachu in the place of the Puma from that shirt. And it's fantastic. And the, uh, copyright things of Pokeball instead of... Uh, <laughs> instead of the copyright. copyright. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even notice that. Teddy has one that says Pumba. And it's Pumba that is... Oh, yeah, that's right. I have seen that one. That's cute. But you're telling us your your uh, proud nerd dad stuff this yes. week is about Pokemon. My girls, my oldest, is at the point now where she will ask to watch Detective Pikachu. That's awesome. And I've seen it enough that I don't need to watch it, and I know what's going on. But I, if I do ever get lost, I know exactly when Bulbasaur shows up. Because Penny, my little four-year-old, will go, Aww, it's Babysaur. He's so cute. <laughs> and then Asia will say, Babysore. I'm like, Bulbasaur? Yeah, Babysore. Like, That's fine. That's fine. That's Good pretty enough. adorable. As and then <laughs> as the movie progresses, they will start to get a little weepy and say, I want a Babysore. I'm like, I know how you feel. Yeah. There's yeah. a time where I was like, I would love to have Pokemon be real. That'd be awesome. In fact, every time I watch Detective Pikachu, that's what I think. So. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. Yeah. Ugh. See, I'm not as huge into Pokemon, but the kids, I've pulled out my uh, Pokedex. Oh, yeah. My kids love playing them. My uh, Pokemon TCG decks. Yeah, the kids absolutely nice. go nuts with them. It's a blast. Yeah, I'm a, I'm still a hardcore Pokemon fan. Yep. Yep. And that's fine. That's part of your nerd fandom. It certainly is. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other nerd fandoms that I'm really into right now, and I don't think there's very many. I don't think there's really at all that I that I'm into nearly as much as Star Wars. And, yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of Marvel. I mean, I love all the different Iron Man suits. That's that's definitely something I love. But the more I think about it, I think there are individual movies that could be universes that I love diving into. Mm-hmm. Like uh, The Fifth Element. Yeah. That's a fun movie. That is a good and movie. And it has a lot of, good, lot of really good world building inside. Yeah. It makes it really fun. Cool concept. Yeah, yeah I've got... Let's see. Yep, Star Wars, which is the most, you know, it, it, when it all comes down to it, it's Star Wars. But I got Star Wars, Pokemon, Marvel, DC, Legend of Zelda. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you've you've gone all out there. I got quite a few little uh, fandoms. The ones <laughs> I would say I know the most about would be Star Wars, and Legend of Zelda. Okay. Pokemon coming in third. Okay. I like Marvel, but I don't know so much about it, like comics and stuff. And that's yeah, where I, don't I get know uh, about the comics. I get hazy, it's, but you know, I can, I can proudly, <laughs> you know, proudly, say that I could, I could say, I could identify every Pokemon from the first three generations. First three generations. Easy. Yeah. That is impressive. From Kanto, Johto, and Hoenn. I could. Hoenn would be the one I would be the most nervous about, but I'm, uh-huh. I think I could do it. But in my defense, the next seasons came out while I was on my mission, so oh, that's why okay. I, I'm not as familiar with them. And I then gotcha. it's just you know, those three are the originals. That's 
I mean, the top 150, that one's without a doubt. Easy, I could name all of them, but... Yeah, the original 151 I, I've got, that's not, yeah. a, that's not hard for me at all. Which is why anytime they come out with a, a new trading card game set that features those, mm -hmm. I'm always really excited about it. Right. Um, there was one, Thundering Skies, I think. Let's see, I can't remember. Evolutions, XY Evolutions. That went back and reprinted a lot of the original cards. Oh, really? But with updated stats. Oh. So updated health and damage and uh, abilities. Uh huh. And it was awesome. That's so I cool. loved going back through, getting the Mewtwo's that looked just like the ones that I had uh. from the original. I still have those original cards, but Dang. they're just. I mean, the ones I have aren't worth that much. I know, right? <laughs> I look on some of it's like, this Charizard holographic sold for $200,000. Yeah. You, you Dang wanna, it. You want to hear something really sad? What? <laughs> My brother, Tad, got into Magic. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Uh-huh. In beta. In the beta print. Oh. Yeah, my parents made him throw away all the cards. No. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, right? <laughs> I look back and I go, I wonder if we had any of them that were actually worth money. <laughs> probably. I mean, it's it's hard to find, you know, a lot of the uncommons were very valuable. Um, I don't think he had anything that was like the Power 9 that was uh, worth thousands of depends dollars. Depends on today. the collector. But... Yeah, it, it does, but there's a value. There's a, there's a specific market value for that stuff. Yeah. And uh, my parents, they were caught up in the satanic panic thing. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it's it's teaching children to summon demons. It's like, it, it's really not. It, it's not. It's... <laughs> there are skeletons on the cards, but Dad, you love skeletons. Come yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> so just calm down. Right? Uh, so yeah, I've got, was... see, I still have my, I never really got into the Pokemon card game. Yeah. I love the TV show. Which is on Netflix, the original. Yeah, first. that's right. My kids were watching through it for a while. Yeah, that is there, and it I is played not the games. that good. <laughs> it's really not. The Indigo League there's is about, really not. There's about for every thirty minute episode, there's about eight minutes of actual story. Yeah, <laughs> and the rest it's of it is like funny. Previously on Pokemon, and they recap the entire previous yeah. episode. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Like I'm watching, it's like Ash. Basically, never won. He won one tournament. Yeah. He never wins. I'm like, wow. Well, I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was kind of cool that uh, that he's our hero, but it doesn't automatically mean he's gonna be the best at anything. Yeah. But Which I, I love the games. I played the games. <laughs> I started out when I got a Game Boy Advance from Target. It was purple, and nice. I got Pokemon Crystal. Mm. which was the, you know, because they come out with two games and they come out with the third game. It's silver and gold. Yep. And that's the only one. Crystal came out. Yeah. I was hooked. Nice. I started Crystal and I have played quite a few. <laughs> See, I didn't get I didn't get sucked into any of those. Yeah, I died. I didn't have access to it. I got to play it when my cousins were at uh -huh. my grandma's house because they had Game Boys. Uh-huh. And that, that was it. Like, I, I never really had yeah. that. They had original Game Boys, which yeah. I know some nostalgic people are, like, really into, but I don't even think they're worth anything uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, probably not. When I came home from my have mission... A, like, yeah, when colors. I came home from my mission, I bought a Game Boy Color. I have a yellow okay. one, because I was like, I need a Game Boy Color, because I'm a bachelor, I got money, I can do what I want. Okay. So I bought a Game Boy Color, and then my companion convinced me to buy a 3DS. So I also bought that. 
<laughs> which was actually really nice because at the time I was single and whatever and so I put a hundred dollars sure. on my credit and oh. then I played for a while and then stopped playing got married a couple years later I'm like oh my DS I pull it out I still have a hundred dollars I'm like it's a <laughs> gift from my bachelor self I can buy something I'm pretty sure I bought Super Smash Brothers Ultimate with that yep and it was like thank you bachelor self for that <laughs> appreciate awesome. it because I'm dirt poor now exactly so I was able to buy Super Smash Brothers which is also a lot of fun. Oh, that's fantastic. But, yeah, I so it. I still have that. In fact, I played... That's neat. Um, Y. I Pokemon Y. I played that the other day. That's got one of my favorite... I don't know many of the Pokemon, but that's got one of my favorite Pokemon. Which one? Which is Greninja. Oh, really? Who, yeah, ironically, you can play in Super Smash Brothers. Oh. He's hard because he's really fast, so you have to be able to... But, yeah, really he's one of my you. favorite... Favorite Pokemon. Also, I think Greninja is the Pokemon that Ash, now that I'm going into lore, you see what you did? You see what you opened up? <laughs> Ash actually has the most synergy with him, and they actually created a like a trainer bond to a degree that like it unlocked a secret power for the TV show. But he was Ooh. such good, in, in such good sync with Greninja that they were able to just annihilate Wow. See, I never, I never watched the show or anything past the first. Yeah. Past the first. Uh, yeah, season. that was studying it up. I saw something on Pinterest that was like, um, of it ranked every Pokemon that Ash owned and how many battles he won with that Pokemon. Oh. Okay. And Greninja, I think it was like ninety-seven percent of the battles he had with Greninja, he won. Wow, that's pretty good. So yeah, he was his best, his best Pokemon. Then there's like the sad ones where it's like Lapras, who he didn't win anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, ah. didn't hurt. But, me <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, Greninja. So I have a Froakie, and I named him Odangi. So that whenever he levels up, it says Odang he turned to a level twenty-seven, or Odang he fainted, <laughs> or Odang he wants to learn a new move, <laughs> Odang he fell asleep. I'm like, it's kind of fun. Oh, uh, that is really fun. So, it's uh, my brother Travis at. Uh, the fast food places always would say that his name was Marco. And so then the people, when they got had the food, would yeah, Marco, and he'd say, Polo! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was, it, was, it was really clever. That is clever. I unfortunately have gotten out of the habit of doing it because I don't go out to eat very much. So. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I went out, I totally spaced it until I said my name. I'm like, oh, I usually try to say Marco. Oh, I was just zigzag. <laughs> You say they ask, zigzag. They ask me, because they always say to name the order, right? So yeah. they don't ask for my name. If yep. they ask for my name, I won't give it, but they'll say, what's the name for the order? Okay, I'm naming zigzag. the order now, so I'll do zigzag or Yoda. If I do Yoda, they're always like, do a Yoda voice. I'm like, I can't do a Yoda voice. I'm just a Star Wars fan. Just give me my food. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mean and be like, Luke Skywalker, and I want the whole name on the receipt. Luke Skywalker. Although, although... General Grievous, and it better be spelled right. Exactly. Although, if I am at a place... This is on my bucket list. Okay. To be in a place where I know I'm going to be Order 66. Oh, my My gosh. name will be... Execute. The Senate or Execute <laughs> or Palpatine. It, it'll, be so, it'll be glorious. That will be glorious. It's like... The Senate. The Senate. I am the Senate. Order 66. Or, if so, or, 
Heck, so even like, even if it had just I'm actually order 66 okay with them saying order 66 because if they yelled order 66 I would say good soldiers follow orders <laughs> and if anyone oh picked God. it up I'd be like alright I'm going to buy you lunch because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be I'm here I'm just happy that you got that I have oh yet gosh, to have an order 66 I just can't time it right but I have had in the 60s before. Yeah? Yeah, that makes me sad. <laughs> if I was like 67, I would be tempted to say, I will buy your meal so that I can, I can be Order 66. I, be I will order buy 66. whatever you're going to get so that I can be Order 66. I, it hasn't happened yet, but that's a bucket list thing. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Good soldiers follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. Oh. Speaking of which, uh, you watched... The latest episode of Bad Batch. I did. Uh, I know we've got a couple weeks to catch up on. The week yes. before was was good. It was. Um, not the most amazing. No, which some of them turned out like that. It's yeah. Just, it may just be one of those things it. that turn out better later. Yeah. When we get a little bit more character building and uh, yeah, and more and tying together. They have you know so much, so many episodes. You know, I feel like yeah. they've been so used to doing only eight episodes or six episodes. They're yes. like, we have 16 episodes. Like, we can kind of calm Space down a little bit. And, and take our time. Build some more depth for the characters. And we're That's all... Nice. Move the plot along. I know, right? We're used to, like, <laughs> eight episodes and we're done. So, we're, we're you know, ten and nothing's happened. But it's... Heck, even, uh, even the... How many episodes was... Uh, it was 12, right? Was episode... Was season seven? Yeah. It was 12 episodes? Yeah. 12 episodes. Even in the 12, I mean, the Martez sisters weren't amazing. People didn't love them, but I still enjoyed the heck out of oh, them. Oh, I did, too. We saw new ships. We saw new planets. Oh, we saw... I saw all kind of, We saw the other side of Kessel, which was amazing. Yeah, the we, all the All the fights and everything that she was in without her lightsaber only being able to use her force powers. Yeah. I, mean, I, I had so much fun. I, <laughs> I saw this thing talking about lightsaber fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this thing. It was really cool how it talked about just how brilliant Count Dooku is. Yes. Because when he, they're on, I think it might be Kessel. They're with the Pikes. Okay. And Obi-Wan and Anakin, because the Pikes are kind of indebted to Dooku. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan and Anakin show up. I think it's when they're finding Sifo-Dyas. It's that confusion. They find his, uh, his oh, pilot. Right. Point is, and oh, they say, gosh, if you watch crazy. how Count Dooku fights Obi-Wan and Anakin... At least in this uh, period, Anakin is an attacker. He's yes. always aggressive. He's always attacking. Obi Wan is always defensive, and so Dooku throws them off. If you watch, he's constantly attacking Obi Wan, or no, he's constantly attacking Anakin. Yes. So Anakin has to be defensive, which is his, which is his weak weakness. point, and Obi Wan has to be offensive, which is his weak point. So it constantly keeps Dooku in control of the battle because he's battling to their. He's making Obi Wan attack. Yeah, he and, makes him attack, and, uh, and he makes Anakin defend. Anakin. It's like ah. that's genius. See, that's gonna be fun, and that's that's actually why I thought as a topic we would go over lightsaber fights, but I excluded all the cartoons, oh, <laughs> all yeah. the animated. Oh yeah, I'm like, there's so many, so many to choose So many, from. you can't. There's a few of them to stand out, like uh, Twin Sons. Yeah, that's Shortest a fantastic, fight yet, almost most meaningful. I know it's it's beautiful, um, but. Then I'm trying to think of some other ones that are great. I mean, a lot of them are just basic, you know, when Kane and Ezra are fighting, yeah. or Anakin and Obi Wan. But like when Asajj and Obi Wan fight, I love those Savage fights. and Maul. That's so cool. Or 
I, that fight is a, is fantastic because it's like almost all red blades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I so think Maul cool. has Obi Wan's saber during Does the he? fight. I'm I'm not sure if he uses it. It might be a full red blade battle. It might which be a is full really red blade because Asajj gives Obi Wan one of hers. But then he gets his lightsaber back. I think he gets it back. At one point, it's all just red lightsabers. Yeah, that's a great fight. And it's just fun visually to to watch. Yeah, I loved. Count Dooku when uh, Asajj was trying to take him out. Yeah. It's like, not only is he drugged now, but he still takes him on. He can't yeah, even all see the him. sisters and everything. And he still does very well. Yeah. The it's guy. just the way he fights is so elegant. It is very cool. I've always been really impressed with Dooku. I just, I love him as a character and I love Christopher Lee. Yeah. Everything that he's been in that I've seen, I've just absolutely loved. Love him as Saruman. And he's a fanboy, too, so I have that oh, extra yeah. level of respect for uh-huh. him. Where he, he signed on to do Star Wars, not even fully understanding the, the story of his character or whatever. Yeah. And But he still did it, and he did a fantastic job. He did. Every time he's on screen, he's just... He's the most interesting character on screen he at really all times. <laughs> I mean, and may prove difficult. I to I gotta say, probably your favorite favorite lightsaber fights almost always have Darth Maul in. Yeah. When he fights Pre Vizsla, when he fights Ahsoka. Oh Pre Vizsla's one's great. I I just I I never liked Pre Vizsla, but I had so much respect for him when he's like he lost and he's just like, yep, only I the lost. Powerful. So as you said, only the powerful shall rule. And you're like. <laughs> Okay, he's pretty awesome. It's like, yeah, okay. kid show, huh? Okay, <laughs> sure. We're still going with that, right? Not by season four no. or five? No. <laughs> no. But, and then by his then fight the with Ahsoka. Oh, so good. That Ahsoka fight is great. It uh, Clone Wars actually won. The voting thing I was telling you about. Really? It came, it came See, in first. See, and I, which I, we talked about because it's a TV show. How do you how do you fight? How do you compare eight seven seasons eight seasons of of a TV show? Is it seven? It's seven. seven sorry, seasons. sorry, I'm including Bad Batch. Right, <laughs> seven seasons seven against seasons of a show. And a half all this hours. character development, yeah. all these stories, all this action, all the all the everything. You can even discount the first three seasons. That's still four seasons worth of story. Oh yeah, and it would totally still win because yeah. you could you could dump the first three seasons and be fine. Yeah, honestly, you could. We've talked about this before, like the episode Jedi Knight and Rebels. I would put that up against the movies to see how it did because I think that episode alone is amazing. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I love that, that episode. <laughs> like just, gosh, I and I said it, it's the best and worst episode ever. And the and music is how not available. Really? Yeah. Season really? one and season two are the only seasons of Rebels that You're are Mitchell available. Man. That's right. And I am a music guy. Yeah. And the the song at the end of that episode. Oh, in the I credits. I can't find it. Yeah. Oh, that's. A I can only download haunting. it illegally. Which I mean, it crosses my. If you're not gonna let me well, get the if option, if there's no way I'm to get it legally, then I'm gonna have to use dark side tactics to get it. Well, and that's well, that's interesting because that brings up a good point. Because if it's not available anywhere, is getting it, you know, quote unquote, illegally really illegal, or is it just yeah. trying to ob- obtain something that's I, not available? Yeah, I don't know. Um, my mother-in-law uh, got a torrent box for her TV, 
Uh, do you know what that is? Well, no. So torrent is a little bit like Napster. Okay. Except what it does is it goes into the internet and it finds people who have made digital copies of movies or TV shows or even music. Mm -hmm. And it will piece together the entire thing oh. from all these different places and download it like very quickly from multiple sources. Interesting. Um, and so that's a torrent site. The problem is a lot of people can embed viruses and things into their uh. into their files, which becomes a big problem. Yeah. You have to be very careful. But this torrent box, since it's not connected to their home computers, it's just a box itself. Um, you know, it makes it easy. We went over, we watched a movie that was still in theaters. Oh, really? On this thing. Yeah, because right it's, it's illegal downloading, basically. Right. And when I heard about it, I was, at first I was excited, and then I found out how it worked. And then I went, so this is illegal. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's totally fine. I'm like, I don't uh, think so. When we're going through the list of stuff, when they're searching, I think it was Avengers Age of Ultron, that was uh -huh. still in theaters, and they're like, oh yeah, we can watch that right now. I'm like, really? And that's a legal copy? It's it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And then they get it, and it looks like a video recording inside of a movie theater. I'm like... Okay, this is not great. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is illegal. I mean, I watched it with them because, you know, it's what a family. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but they also had episodes of TV shows that you couldn't get in the U.S. Uh, the huh. Amazing Race Australia. My mother-in-law was really invested in it. She found it one day on looking through the box. and Right. Oh, this is awesome. But when she figured out that her box was illegal, then they, of course, canceled most of the stuff that they had on there. Uh -huh. They kind of basically forgot about it just stopped using it but when she couldn't find the amazing race australia the only place she could get it was from this torrent so, huh and so and, and for that or like people who 3d print miniatures for discontinued games yeah like if you 3d print some warhammer 40k miniatures i mean people frown on that but for an old warhammer game that's not printed anymore yeah you can't find where you spend, have to spend thousands of dollars to get the actual miniatures. It's like 3D printing is an easy way to do it. So for yeah. me, my this is my ultimate justification. If you can't find it anywhere, then if somebody has it and is sharing it online, it's an illegal download. <laughs> it can't be illegal if nobody's losing money. <laughs> yeah. Because it's and, not available elsewhere. And that's their own choice, that's you know. That's true. I don't know. That's my own justification, but I totally understand if, if that's not comfortable for you. Anyway, the point is, it's an amazing episode. It is Rebels. amazing. And I would put it up against full episodes of the regular show, of the, yeah. of the movies. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um, so I think, I think it'd be fun to sit down and separate the seasons of the TV shows. Yeah. And list each season of each show and see how they turned out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, how, how are you doing on Resistance, by the way? I am enjoying it. Yeah? Yeah. I just lost BB-8 with Poe Dameron to go to Jakku on a secret mission. Yep. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> um, but it, I, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It, I mean, it, at first it's it was like, oh, this is the worst. I haven't seen the lightsaber yet, but that's okay. They've mentioned Kylo Ren. But I, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's something to do at lunch while I eat. Yeah, I've been trying to rewatch it as well, but I I, I quit a few episodes. Yeah, I, have, I haven't come back to it. It's hard. 
it it kind of is. They have some pretty good morals in it. Yeah. Um, which you know was a lot of the case with George. He wanted this was a TV show. This was a movies for kids, and they had good versus evil, and good triumphs over evil, and trying to teach something as well, having a message there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it just end. It's not Star Wars enough for me. Yeah. It's. There are elements of Star Wars that pop up occasionally. Aliens we've seen before. Or when they jump on a speeder bike. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a speeder bike. Or the technology that they use. It's, but it doesn't feel I've, like Star Wars I've to me. I've hit the point that it's actually starting to do stuff. Yeah. The first beginning, it's like, okay, this episode happened, but nothing happened in this episode. Oh, yeah. You get to the end of the episode, it's like, okay, he went and got some parts. Yeah. Really? That, now that I'm was, like, that okay, okay, all right. So the First Order is taking over this place. They're the ones who hired the pirate. All right, yeah. now we're starting to get some stuff. Poe and Kaz have discovered that the First Order has something that can blow a hole through a planet. That's really yeah. cool. Okay, they're starting to find this stuff out. And even today, I was like, okay, do they did they know about Starkiller Base before Episode Seven? So I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm like, oh man, I need to go watch that because I don't remember. Does Poe already know about it, or is it? It's revealed in Episode Seven. It is revealed in. So episode he knows, seven. but he knows there's something going on. He knows on. there's something, and they're trying to track it down. And I yeah. love what was it C923, the uh, other Rolly droid. I oh. love that thing. She's awesome. I think it's C923. I don't think I'm uh, in my CB. rewatch. I'm CB. Not, I'm not. Quite there yet. She's just like BB-8, but she's right. blue and red. Yeah, I remember seeing her. She's really I cool. I like her. Okay. Because the only other roly-poly droid we saw was BB-8. Yeah. And we met him, well, one of them in Resistance just now. But it's cool to see the... BB-9E. Yeah, BB-9E. That's right. But he throws his head, rips his head off, Kaz does, and throws it back into the shuttle. <laughs> That's when he was impersonating a stormtrooper, which was a really good episode where I was actually, I was, that one got me laughing quite a bit because he's, the stormtrooper hits his head, mm. and then um, Nico hits him on the head again with a wrench, and he comes to again, and uh, they're like, Nico can take care of it, and so Nico zaps him, knocks him out, <laughs> and the kid's like, well, that works. And I'm like, yeah, poor guy. You hit him in the head anymore, he's going to get brain <laughs> damage because you keep knocking him out, hitting him on the head. Mm-hmm. My mouth it, tastes like teeth. <laughs> where's my great friend? He was nice. <laughs> but All right, so I, it. I need to get to those those episodes you're talking about. Yeah, you need to I'm get to where the story yet. is, something's happening. Yeah. It's, it's, all right, so now we know, you know, those other, okay, there's more about those others. Yeah, I really like, uh, I really like Doza. He's, he's really he's, cool. He's an interesting character. He is. And I find it enjoyable to see him on screen, because he's not, he's not the silly character. He's actually very worried about what's happening. Yeah. He's not stupid. He's very aware. And he's not he's a competent. bad guy. He seems That's like what it is. Guy. It's yeah. competence. Yeah, because Kaz is craving. completely incompetent. Yeah, the, it's so And Nico is as well. He's just a ding-dong. Yeah. I'm um, oh I'm I'm on episode six the six? children of Tahar. Oh okay yeah them see that's they they were cool but I know what happens in the episode and so tr- watching it again it's like 
Yeah. I'm just not. Oh, gosh, it's hard. Yeah, I'm like, that one I'm like the, uh, 20% turtles. in, and I'm like, yeah. I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i enjoying it. You got to get to the point where it's like, okay, yeah. story is happening. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sonara, you know? Okay, all right, Sonara, interesting. Yeah. Interesting character. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens with her. So... I'm at the point now. It's like okay, stuff is happening, which is now like great. And Tam, yeah, Tam, Tam. I Tam like Tam because she's like, at this point, hard. Yeah, it's hard. At this point, she's sympathetic to, to the First Order. It's like they're protecting us. It's like Ooh, okay, this is cool. It's not just like First Order bad. But at the same time, she is uninformed. She is and very no one uninformed. is no one is informing her, which is frustrating. No, the kids finally inform her. And she's like, well, I bet the First Order came for some reason. It's like, we don't know. They just killed everybody. And she's like, oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because all she known is they're protecting and they're less pirate attacks while the First Order's here. So they must be good. Why would they yeah. be bad? She's uh, naive. She's very naive to the First Order. Yeah. And it's actually... It's, Gosh, it's interesting cra- it's, to it's, watch it TV is. shows. It is. Because Yeager is talking about how the First Order, like the Empire, is offering you safety and protection in exchange, in exchange for your freedom. Yep. Which is like, oh man, that kind of rings Yeager's a little more close to home than, than you think. It's like, uh, it's safety in exchange for your freedom. Yep. Sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And then I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what Palpatine said. A safe, safe and, and secure, secure society. society. It's like, yeah, he's offering safety, his version of safety and his version of protection in exchange for your freedom. In which case, they, you give up that freedom and now it's too late. You don't so have a choice. That's how liberty dies. Thunderous applause. At least it didn't die because it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. Oh, Bail Organa says that to her. Well, at least it didn't die because it was sad. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh yeah. dude. Anyway. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to raise your daughter to be way better than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, that's great. Um, but, speaking of which, uh, we see a lot of that in the episode of Bad Batch. Yes. Uh, in which the Bad Batch wasn't really in. That's actually why it's one of my friend's favorite episodes. Really? He does not like the Bad Batch. <laughs> Uh, I've I've heard people say that they don't like it. I really enjoy the characters, and I like seeing him. I like seeing a wrecker on screen. Anytime he's on screen, it's great. He's such a kid. Um, it's really fun to see him and Omega, you know, bounce off each other because they they're the same basically. <laughs> but this episode was all about Ryloth. It was, and I love Ryloth. And uh, Cham Cham Sindula. And we meet his wife for the we first do. time. I was so excited. Yeah. Just like, I'm like, dang. Oh, Lady Sindula. Yeah, because I'm like, okay. oh, we're going to see that fire that's behind uh, Hera's eyes. It's, yep. it's going to be great. And the whole mo- the beginning of the episode, I'm like, oh, it would be so cool if we saw Hera. But what are the odds? We already see, his, you know, Mrs. Sindula. I can't remember her name suddenly. But, yeah. oh, she's great. Uh, that's okay. I, we don't have to get Hera. And then we did. Yeah. <laughs> we got a ton and of Hera. Chopper. And Chopper. I'm like, Chopper's still here. Yeah, freaking heck. That was right. great. Thank you. And this episode was awesome. I actually ran into a guy over at our supply house who said, I didn't like how she had this French accent. And I'm like, you don't remember? 
He's like, what? She's never had a French accent. Yeah, I'm like, yes, she has. When she, she got in an argument with her dad, she slips comes back out. into it. Yep. Falls back into her old it's accent. Awesome. It's such a great moment. It's funny to see her when she's not a pilot. Yeah. And how much she like looks at the sky and it's like, oh, she's Harry, you got no idea what's coming. Now, this is going to be very interesting because I'm, I'm wondering what happens here. I am pretty sure this next episode is still going to follow her. Why would it yes. stop? Yep. I fully anticipate that. But I wonder, when does, she, when does she meet um, Kanan? Uh, that's an interesting question, but now I'm pretty sure she's going to call on the Bad Batch and Omega yeah. to come and help. Yeah. Which is cool because there's another connection there to Kanan. Yes. And it's possible that maybe the Bad Batch sets her on the path to find up with him. Yeah, to find Which it. would be cool. Or we get to see that meeting, which is... That's going to make me cry. I know, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about... That'll be so tragic. I'm, <laughs> I'm Caleb. It's like... Because I'm sure he Yay! Oh. Caleb. It's like, oh, man. That, that's... That's like Luke taking Grogu at the end of Mandalorian season it really two, is. It's like, and it's like, oh, he's taking him to the Jedi town. Oh no, he's oh, taking him to the Jedi. Oh, come on, come on. I I don't know. I don't think we'll run into Kanan. I don't think we will. So if we you don't do, it'll so? be nice. But yeah, I, I don't think okay. so. I want to say they're probably older. I would put them more as in like their yeah, teenage years when they later teenage maybe years, maybe early twenties. Well, I guess yeah, how old are they at the teens. time? I think she's she's young. She's, she's like 15, 16, I would assume. In this episode? Yeah. I was going to go for like You're 10. Go younger? She's oh, young. Okay. And he's young. Oh, yeah. He's only like 12 He's or like 12, right? maybe. Yeah, that's right. And I would think they might meet... Well, how old are they in Rebels? Oh, uh, they're in their 20s. Their 20s? I would I would think so. You never know. Zach, I found out that <laughs> Jesse and James from Pokemon, they're yeah. 16. Really? Yeah, they're 16 years old. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I guess it makes it less creepy. <laughs> it does, but it's still weird. <laughs> but they are very adulty. Yes. So, yeah, that's weird. Kanan and them, I don't know. I, I would put, I, I'm sure we actually, they have it, how old they are. But I would put them in their late 20s. Yeah, okay. Cause I I, could, and I'd I put Sabine at... Because we've got 20 years between now yeah. and New Hope. Yeah. Because we're right after episode three. Right after it. So I would put them in their late 20s. Late 20s, really? Yeah. Yeah, like they'd have to be. About my age? Because I'm like... That'd mean they're only like nine years old well, like, in this. Yeah, yeah. So they have, they've, they've got to be like like, early if I think 30s. About it, in, I mean, uh, it's hard to judge it, but it's like 29, the kid, that's how old I am. Is Kanan as old? Would that Does that... Line up. Nine? He seems so much older than me. Right? Even though I, I I keep watching it and even watching it now, it's like he just seems so much older. And Hera, they're just so much more mature. It's like, oh yeah, and then yeah. like maybe they're not. <laughs> but that's possible. Maybe I'm just immature. This is interesting to think about. So wow. I would say they would meet up later. Yeah. We may not it's see them much meet up. later. Bad Batch season two. <laughs> Bad Batch season two. Nah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be beyond that. Yeah. Um. Although I guess we don't really know how far Rebels ties in. How like uh, 
uh, when Rebels occurs? It's five years before episode four. Five years before? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 15 years from now. So late 20s, yeah. That makes yeah. that makes sense, 27, 28 for Kanan if he was 12. Yeah. At Order 66. Wow. So, yep. Cool. Anyway, point is, we see Hera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we do get to see Hera and Chopper. And we see her uncle, who's, man, a scumbag. He very, just doesn't like the Empire. Well, no, he manipulates her to he go on the ship. He does manipulate her. That's ridiculous. And then We're just making arrested. a supply run. You're like, really, dude? You gonna bring a kid along what for What do you think that? about crosshair? <sighs> His shaved, burned head. Yeah. He looks awesome. so cool. <laughs> I thought he looked awesome. Cool. <laughs> very cool alright he's cool and it's like oh I guess he's not Dengar because everyone was saying he's going to be Dengar like, oh. and then there's a part of the episode that I really liked is the carry through of the Ryloth series of episodes from Clone Wars uh-huh. into this we see that Senator Ta mistrusts Champs and Dula so bad oh yeah constantly Uh huh. in the Clone Wars he was always about that always about oh he's trying to take over and then when it gets to this episode, seeing what happens when peace is restored, Champ Sadula, he he backs off. He does. He's like, if we have we peace, need let's peace. keep the peace. Yep. That's what I'm about. Let's keep the peace. The Until, separatists uh, were not peace. They were control and manipulation. Yep. Until and the guy put that his daughter was going to be executed for treason. Yeah. Then he's like, nah, no, I'm gonna yeah, step in Senator now. Senator Ta was doing it. Yeah, it was Senator then, Ta. What a and the Empire. It's like, oh my gosh, you you won, Empire, you won. Why'd you have to keep poking it? Exactly. Because <laughs> you're stupid. It's that, it's that thing. <laughs> yes, don't it. poke him. You had it in your hands. Although I they gotta were say, on board. I loved the clone. Ooh, it humanized yeah. him again. Them again. Yes, it which did. It was like okay. He keeps his helmet off so often. He does, and it makes me think about this Order 66 thing didn't affect everybody the exact same. No. Most of them we see if affect them. They keep their helmets on yeah, at all true. times unless yeah. they're in the barracks. Their helmets are on in public. Yeah. And he keeps his off all the time. But He's unique. In watching it, it was like, okay, yeah, there are no Jedi. Cham's not a Jedi so why would he hate him? He wouldn't because he's not a Jedi. Feel the same. It's the same. Nothing changed. It's like, whoa. They fought the Jedi, but they didn't fight everybody else. I mean, yeah, and you, you think about it, it's Order 66 happened on Ryloth, but there's no Jedi there. Yeah. So they just carried on, and that guy, it, it was like, oh, it was good, because I know the first part of the Bad Batch, it was like, oh, yeah, now we're killing clones, it's fine, because in Reb, um, Clone Wars, it was like, every clone that died, super sad. Like, no, yeah. clones, and then Bad Batch happens, it's like, yeah, get them. <laughs> so this episode, it's like, wait a sec, these... They are still... A lot of them are still the same. On our side. Like, we're still... Now I'm conflicted. Thank you very much, Dave Filoni. Because <laughs> it's like, well, I don't you want really that guy to him. die. Right? Like him. Because we got to know him. And that's that's the thing. That's why they have him wear the helmets all the time. We don't see their face. We don't get to know him. That was the same thing with Stormtroopers. That's why Finn was so earth-shattering. Because he took his helmet off. It's like... There's a person under Wait, that. Wait, there's a person. That that That's a person. That's not just a faceless drone that can't hit anything. It's, yep. okay, this guy has feelings. and Well, and it, it 
that's how we only humanize the ones that they want us to see. Uh-huh. Even in season seven of Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just, I totally forgot. I want to see season eight. Even season seven of Clone Wars, once Order 66 is given, the clones keep their helmets on. Yep. All of them do, except for Rex. Yeah. And it's because there, there's also supposed to be that physical representation of Order 66 happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so the clones become the stormtroopers. They yes. keep their helmets on all the time. They don't fraternize or associate with, with people. And it makes you wonder if maybe this guy was in the bathroom when Order 66 was <laughs> given. <laughs> yeah. He came out and was like, oh, the Jedi rebels. Like, oh, really? Oh, crud. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, because you think about it, and he was friends with Cham. Yeah. Where got caught doing something wrong, and he's like, I'm not going to report it, but don't let it happen again. Oh, yeah. Or like I, any other stormtrooper been like, boom, she's gone. Oh, absolutely. So he has his individuality still, which yeah. which makes me think his Fast ship baby. is not activated the same way as Maybe the other. not completely, because he still follows orders. He does. But he's he does, But he questions individual, them, yeah. and he's, he's trying to still be the good person. He's trying to not let himself be changed. Yeah. Just because the new regime changed. Yeah. But, yeah, it was so cool, though. I was like... Mm-hmm. Actually, seeing him with his helmet off, I was like, "I'm seeing yeah. a clone's face, and it's not one of the Bad Batch." Yeah, this is kind of weird. I really enjoyed it. I really. What was his name Hauser? I think is his name. And it makes me so sad to see him too. Yeah, I'm so sad at what, what I know he's going to do. He's going to betray everything he knows. Yeah. If he hasn't already, and it's painful. Man, it's so painful. The show is you know, so great; they, it's making me feel things. I know they—they they know where to hit you. They, <laughs> they really they do. Figured out what points to push, and it's. Uh, you know, I what I also found interesting is Rampart. At the end, when he has Crosshair assassinate Senator Ta, uh huh, he then arrests Cham for the attempted assassination. My guess is that he's planning to drag this out and gain sympathy for Senator Ta, even though he's already dead. Yeah. He's going to pretend he's still alive and in the hospital and drag it out and then have justification to execute him when Senator Ta dies. Yeah. But this way he has complete control over the narrative. Yeah. Because Senator Ta, if, you know, Cham didn't shoot him, he'd let him go. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now he's dead, and uh, Senator Ta can't vouch for himself. Can't, can't vouch say for himself or vouch for Cham or anything. Which I doubt he would. He he does not like Cham. I think I think he would when the Empire started lying about it. Hmm. He never lied. He wanted to catch him. He was a he was a politician through and through. He's looking for looking for an excuse, but he wasn't. He wouldn't have gone as far. He was even uncomfortable executing his daughter because he assumed Cham would come and he'd be yeah. able to get him. I don't think Senator Ta ever had the. Um, what am I looking? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't think he ever really thought that they were going to execute Hera. Yeah. I think he believed that it was a trap to get Cham to screw up. Yeah. 
and it worked. Which so it did. he assumed that was going to be it. Oh, sweet, we're good. And then it's like, okay, take the shot. <laughs> yeah, that was a shock to me. I thought that was cool, though. Yeah. I thought that... I thought he was going to kill um, Lady Sindula. Yep, same here. It's like, I know same she dies. Here. She dies somehow. She does. And that's part that's of what pushes Cham a, a wedge into, between uh, them, right? Yeah, that's what pushes a wedge between them. It's what causes Cham to basically become a full-on rebellion. You know, on Ryloth, fighting against the Empire. Yep. Her death really motivates Sam. It's like, it's one of those, it's like, I know it's coming. It's like Order 66. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so now what? Now it's, <laughs> is it going to hurt as much as you have made the other things hurt? Yes. Yes, it will. It's going to be that... worse because we're going to get to know her better. Although I really don't like how she and Cham's brother were pushing so hard against the Empire. Yeah. Because in one side of me is like, I would like to see how a world would try to work with the Empire. And see if the Empire would take advantage of that. And just be, okay, yeah. let's see how this works out. But in the usual Empire fashion, they're shown to be just evil through and through. And they want all the control and all the power. Yeah, They're not willing to work through Negotiate. intermediaries like senators or... Uh, or militia leaders. To establish order throughout the galaxy. Yep, which means they have to be in charge. Yep. And we do know that the Twi'leks the uh, end up, you know, a lot of them continue to be enslaved. Yep. So I'm kind of thinking, yeah, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's freaking empire. <laughs> yeah, it's such a cool episode, though. So it was a really cool episode. A lot happened without seeing the Bad Batch very often. Now we just see them once on the supply run, just getting yeah. the weapons from Sid. And uh, Hera and o Omega get to go around yeah. and talk to each cool. other, tour the Havoc Marauder. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a gun turret, but when it's when we're not under attack, it's my room. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was awesome. Hunter, can she come aboard? All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And yeah. that's why I think the Bad Batch will be called back. Mm. Uh, Chopper will call for them. She knows how to contact them. Uh, or contact Omega. Yeah. That'd be my guess. The uncle at least knows how to contact them. Yes, that's very true. We don't see what happened to him. No, he got carted off with... Oh, that's right. Yeah. With that's, Cham. Was, was he part of that? I'm pretty sure. Were they... The only one who got away was Hera. Was Hera and Chopper. Yep. Okay. Carted <sighs> away. What a cool episode. See, and yeah. see, that's the part, that, that's where I sit there and go, wait, do I not like the Bad Batch? Because I really like this episode. They were barely in it. <laughs> I think it's because I, I like seeing the characters growing into what we know they'll become eventually. It's not that you don't like the Bad Batch, it's that you like Hera. Yeah, and I don't know where the Bad Batch is going. Yeah. Like, it's following them on a journey, but it's a very slow journey. And we're with them on the journey, where we've already seen where Hera goes. We know what she becomes. Right, and so we want to see... Like, oh, her origin story, yeah. yeah. Origin stories always do well. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you know the character. Like Hera, you know, we've known her for four seasons. Yeah. So it's like, young Hera? Oh, okay. Yeah, chopper, Chopper? Wow, she's had Chopper a long time. Yeah. And he still sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a as a 
person. <laughs> he's so mean. He's so he's such a punk. I just love it when Ezra's trying to lift the bowl, and it lifts up, and he's like, <gasps> and it's uh, Chopper. <laughs> Chopper's lifting it up, messing with him. So <laughs> little punk. He is. Uh, he's such a punk. Yeah. He. So when I say Chopper sucks, he's actually one of my favorite characters. I mean, the entire Rebels cast is fantastic. Um, I even like Agent Callus. He's, oh, I love Callus. I love his story. I love seeing where it came from. That forgiveness had to be given. Yeah. After the horrible things he'd done. I'm like, this is great. I I love seeing Zeb have to come to terms with that. Yeah. That's really cool to see because he, Zeb is justified to kill him on the spot. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. And uh, but they come to a mutual respect of each other and uh, come to find out he wasn't as involved as as he claims to be or as he was given credit yeah. for. And it's uh, it's that alternate perspective. Yeah. Which Callus gave us a little taste, but I I still I would love to see a perspective of someone from the empire who honestly believes that they're doing good. Yeah. We get we a taste of it from that. Battlefront 2. Yeah, in the very beginning, I but didn't, in the end, is, they just... But when the Empire turns on themselves, they're like, this is wrong. Yeah. But until then, they're like, these insurgents are horrible. These rebels, they're yeah, trying they to incite chaos. all these people on these Death Stars. Yeah, that gets brought up in The Mandalorian, you know? All yeah. those people you guys killed on the Death Star. That's true. We it's, like him. However, he just he, goes straight evil again. Well, the problem is... And that's the <laughs> issue with the Empire... We try to relate to them, and they just go too far every See, time. We we just need we need that person who gets so deep into it that they just can't even see when they're doing something wrong anymore. Yeah, we need to see them that get lost in the extreme. Uh huh. And we we it's too hard for them. They they don't understand how that's the case. Yeah. Um, because I, it always comes out. Well, there's good and evil. It's like yes, but we need to see someone turn evil. I mean, in the end, Anakin turned good again. Like, everybody turns to the good again. We don't understand why these people say evil. Yeah. Like, I think the only one I can think of is Tarkin. But he's just straight up evil. Yeah, he's... (laughs) Just power mad. He he wants it. Yeah, he does. He takes the Death Star from Krennic and And then kills Krennic. Yeah, he does. That's... And that's... I don't. They don't want us to root for the bad guys. They don't want us to feel sympathy for them. But it's that is the most That's compelling what makes thing. It interesting. When it's like, okay, these guys aren't all bad. That's what made Loki interesting. Yeah. Is because I I got it. Like even when he's fighting in the in the battle of New York, he, he they're like, tell me how to turn it off. They're like, tell me how to turn it off. He's like, it's too late. You can't stop it. And he yeah. almost looks sad. He yeah. almost looks sad that there's so much war and destruction and carnage. And I know you haven't seen Loki. I watched the first two episodes. Did you? What yeah. did you, you think? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the first two episodes. First two episodes are good. Nothing was a surprise because, you know, internet. Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh. There's a there's a Lego minifigure of Lady Loki. Oh, yeah? So <laughs> he's like, it's like, oh, they... And it's another one of those where I'm like, they sure are saying he a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you picked up all that. Too. Yeah, I mean, I did, but I already knew it was a girl, so it was like, yeah, whatever. 
Which doesn't make any sense. I've, I just watched him through again. Uh-huh. And I realized it doesn't make any sense at all because the head lady arrested her in the beginning. How did she not know it was her? Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, the judge lady. Oh. Oh, I am so sorry. I just spoiled that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I keep that. thinking you watched the whole thing. You no, I haven't yet. How many episodes so are out? Sorry. No, you're good. That is one thing I didn't know, but now uh, I know. When do we see that? I'm trying to think. I think it's the fourth episode. Fourth? It's, it's just the beginning of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't. It's. Um, it, it almost doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe. It's not Maybe Star it Wars, does, so but it's, it's, it's fine. And the thing is, I. Ooh. I. I have the chance to watch it and I have it. So it's my own fault. It's I'm spoiled. Sorry. <laughs> so don't feel bad. It's Well, it's not a huge spoiler. It's it's a very minor part. Right. Um that gets brought up once more after you see the flashback and and that's it. Um so I was <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> Cuz there's there's a lot of fun stuff Is in it, it how many episodes have come out? 5. Five. Five? And the finale is this Wednesday. Oh, jeez. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow so is the finale. Teddy and I need to uh, watch some Loki. The problem is, uh, one of the problems is how long they are. It is. They're about an hour long. We can watch one less, episode because she'll fall asleep in the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Ladima and I sat down and watched the next three. Mm. But I had to. Like, the third episode is like, What? I mean, even the end of the episode you saw, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, exciting. The nice thing about episode two is Teddy fell asleep, and nothing really happened in episode two. There wasn't a lot that happened. There's a few things that happened that are big, at least from what I see, <laughs> to recap so that I don't have to watch the episode again. Right. It's like, basically, catastrophes, and it's a girl Loki. It's really all you need to know. You know what's very interesting that I didn't pick up until later in the season is that Loki can't control minds. Hmm. But Lady Loki can. That is interesting. She can enchant people. And so when I was sitting there thinking about it, like when I saw the green stuff, I'm like, oh, oh, this other Loki is controlling them. That's, oh, cool. It didn't even occur to me that that's not something Loki's ever been able to do. Huh. And it's because we've just seen so many different characters do stuff like that before. We saw Scarlet Witch do that yeah. to people. And so we've just seen it so many times. We've we, seen Loki control We don't remember who scepter, can or can't. But never... And that's the other part is we saw him do it with the scepter. And so that messes us up too. I do like how he... <laughs> I saw the drawer full of Infinity Stones. Oh gosh, wasn't that Someone awesome? Someone using paperweights. <laughs> yeah, some guys like, using paperweights. Infinity Stones are useless here. Yes. He the and when you tried to use the test, right? Did you try to use that? Yep. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yep, sure did. Yeah, it's fascinating. Do you like Mobius? Yeah, I, do. I really do. He's really funny. He gets even more fun. Does he? <laughs> yeah. I like him. I'm liking Loki. You know, he's such an interesting character. Yeah. I watching think him watch himself die was very interesting. I really enjoyed that. And it was like, I almost started to struggle with it, where it's like, there's no free will. Like, this is what's going to happen. You don't have a choice. Yeah. In this universe, that is correct. This is how it goes. 
no matter but what you do, you'll always be put back on this path. If and that's you where it ends. don't know the ending, you still choose to get there. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like the only reason he was brought is because he took the advantage that any Loki would have uh-huh. had it been presented. Yeah. But the Avengers screwed up, and then they blamed it on him. It's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The the whole TVA thing is very interesting. The fact that they just kill people. Yeah. Like, why would you even Why would you even bring somebody in front of the tribunal and then just prune them right there? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. Um, the f- fourth episode will drive you crazy. Will it? Yep. In the fourth episode, stuff happens and you go, oh. We're doing that. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> and Ben, Ben was watching it. Like I'm sitting there, and this one of the big things happens, and he goes, "What?" And I'm like, "I know." <laughs> All right. So I gotta get to episode four. And then I said, "That's not even the. <laughs> oh, that's gee. not even the the craziest thing that happened in this episode. It was like that's an like afterthought. A, seeing a and it's like a huge and thing. And then seeing Boba Fett. Yeah, like I saw Ahsoka. I was like, "This is the best episode ever," and it starts out with the next one. I'm like, I didn't even text you. I was like, "Ahsoka episode, garbage." <laughs> I know this next that one. drove me crazy. I could when you said that. I'm like, oh, like, "Okay, what? what?" And then you see Boba Fett, and you're like, "Ah, okay." Oh my gosh! <laughs> you watch that whole episode. It's like <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, when we watched it with Tiara, watched the last three. I'm like, yeah, we have to sit down and watch the last three. You can't. You, you can't break that up week to week. you got to watch all three Whole episodes. Yep. Because if you don't, you're going to go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so we watched all three of them. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, Loki ends tomorrow. And there's there's still a lot to talk about. A lot of theories out there on what's going on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, about the, uh, about the timekeepers and all that stuff. Huh. It'll be great. I think you'll love it. I'll get there. I think you'll love uh, it. There's uh, a lot of twists and turns. The problem is we watched one and two. So three and four, big four, that's when Teddy will fall asleep. Yeah. So I'm going to have to rewatch Let's it, see. which might not be a bad I idea. I watch through three in my head right now. Okay. Yeah, you, there's Three is very interesting. Is it? Three is... Is that where I meet all the other Lokis? Or is that in the next one? No, no, that's not until the, really the fifth open okay. episode. So, you'll get there. Yeah, the fifth episode is very curious. Is it? Yeah. Fourth episode, too. Hmm. You get to the, the end of the fourth episode, and you go, what? And then you watch the fifth episode, and you go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, everything I've been told is a lie. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so I was told one thing, and you were very sneaky, <laughs> and it actually means something else. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good lots of twists yeah. and turns, like you would hope from a Loki story. Uh-huh. There's a lot of, oh, but it's really like this. It's uh-huh. like, ah, I see what you did there. You're oh, trying yeah. to out Loki Loki. Yep. I think he's hilarious. He's so Me funny. Too. He's still mischievous, which is cool. Yeah, and I all love how times, Mobius sees through it. Oh, yeah, he's like... All the time. He's lying. There's no one out there. Burn it. <laughs> Reset. Reset. He's like, we are... He's like... He has this huge spiel, and 
I like how he explains the difference between uh, projection and like oh yeah illusion. illusion. Yeah, yes. I love that. That was so funny. Yeah, that actually comes up later in the fifth episode. Does it? Yeah, it comes up and it's like so oh, funny. Yeah, you, you actually learn a learn watching it a second time. I was able to pick up the clues that they were trying to lead you towards that you don't really get. Uh, you, you're not really paying attention to that stuff. But if it had been set up just a little bit better, you would have realized that, oh, this thing mm-hmm. I'm watching is actually very intense and very cool. Oh, okay. Even even the enchantment of people's minds is, is, uh, is like like I said, it's something that Loki hasn't done before. No. And I'm like, I thought he had. <laughs> and it's yeah. probably because of Avengers and the mindset. The scepter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the scepter. The scepter is what threw me off, I guess. Mm. Yeah, he does, he does some cool stuff. Loki's, Loki's Loki's awesome. Yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to the finale, what and I'm sure it's good. gonna. I'm pretty sure it's gonna explode. Oh yeah. But yeah, this last episode, I'm pretty sure is going to uh, completely detonate Blow the universe. <laughs> and that is okay. Blow up the sacred timeline. Uh, yeah. Well, it kind of has to. At this point. Yeah, it kind of kind of has to. At least where I'm at. Sacred yeah. Timeline's being blown up. Yep. Like, huh. I'll be interested to talk to you when you when you watch the next episodes. Okay. See what you think. Yeah. Because it, it took me a second viewing and I think a third viewing to finally come to grips with what had occurred. Okay. To, to finally understand it. Because I thought I was poking holes in it. And speaking of poking holes, have you seen The Tomorrow War? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, me too. I love the Tomorrow War. It's been funny. I've listened to a lot of uh, conservative commentators uh-huh. talk about it and just rip it to pieces. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And there was actually... I, I bet you would probably be able to answer this question. Um, uh How does it make sense that they're only taking older people? Couldn't they just take anybody who's not one of the last 500,000 people? Why are they only taking older people that died before the war? Uh, uh, to, to avoid the paradox? Because they don't actually know who those 500 people are? Who the 500,000 yeah. who are left? Well, they kind of do, I think. Do they? Right? Because humanity is just down to the last half a million people. Well, I mean, how many resources do they billion. have? Right. Um... I, so I heard people talk about that, that that's stupid. That they only picked people who died before. Yeah. And then they said, well, okay. what, if, what if the person you take is going to have a kid later and they die in, in the Tomorrow War and then they don't have that kid? Like, how does that even make sense? Paradox. There's, you've got another paradox. But I sat there and I looked at it and like, like they said, a lot of these people are older. Like, much older. Like they're in their forties. Yeah, they're not having kids anymore. They're not having kids anymore, and so that's obviously and unfortunately we only see one person go through the drafting process. Yes, but we know he didn't have more kids. No, so we could therefore assume, although not dangerous. And if they know when you nobody die, nobody else does. Yeah, if they know when you die, they know they if know you if have you more have kids. kids. Exactly. I thought that complaint was really lame that yeah. people talked about tomorrow, and then uh, somebody else. They were saying, why don't you just take whoever? And it's because 
the whole world is fighting against these things. You take a person who is alive when they when the aliens attack. You take them and they die. That could fundamentally alter everything that happens. So not only do they have uh. to not have more kids, they have to die before the war starts. Yeah. Because otherwise, you could be affecting things in the future. Well, I mean, if you really want to poke holes in it, taking anything out of time could cause massive differences. Well, think most about of the, the people won't matter. That's like, true. That's money sad. won't like, matter. That was like that's me. That's why they're I'm giving like, people a million bucks if, if I got they pulled die. out, if I got pulled in, it's like, <laughs> I, I probably, it wouldn't matter if I died. Even if I yeah. came back... Me missing a week of my life, I'm like, I probably wouldn't alter anything. Anything at all. I'm that boring. It's yeah. just like, no, a couple of rail jobs wouldn't be done, but uh, that's it. But then they catch up and fix yeah. it. See, yeah, yeah. that's that's just the, it. The biggest issue that I have with the Tomorrow uh -huh. War, and I love the Tomorrow War. Sure, the sure. only problem I had with the Tomorrow War was there's one dude who comes back missing his left arm. So how did he come back if the arm that has the band is <laughs> gone? How does that happen? Because <laughs> they show just him missing an arm, and I'm like, that's his left arm. How does he... How? Ooh, I've got a theory. What if his arm did come back? Oh. Just like somewhere else? Yeah, like the molecular structure, because it possibly has to save your molecular structure in some mm, way. Yeah. In order for it to lock on to you wherever off. you are in the world and then come back. That's that's funny. I didn't notice that. That's Yeah, weird. that's a I noticed <laughs> that and I was like, where's his arm? I mean, uh, I should look and maybe it's just one of those the camera's the mirror and it was actually uh, right on the So it was actually right. So on. I should look, but from the looks of it, the way he was sitting, yeah. it was like that's his left arm. But it also makes me wonder if he would have grabbed his daughter. Would, would that have she have been transported back? with her? That's with, a, with, you can take because objects. If that, if yeah, you can. Yeah, you he can take objects gun. that are foreign. Yeah, he takes <clears> a, <throat> a vial. So if he was holding her, could that theoretically take her back? Yeah, I think so. I did hear some criticisms about it, like the opening scene uh -huh. showing them appear in the sky. <laughs> yeah, that did ruin it later. It. I think it would have been appeal. more shocking. Oh yeah. Later in the end. Have you seen the, the pitch meeting to it? Yeah. I, I, I think he addressed it perfectly. Where it's yeah, like, I think that did a great job. It, Although, attacking, yeah, it, a, lot, it's, a lot of the logic are the same things that we're talking about. Uh -huh. here. Like, well, it does it does make sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, of giving somebody a million bucks instead of having their dad back or their mom back, that doesn't matter. No. Because the aliens attack and everybody dies. Like, a million bucks isn't going to do anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> You'll be able to live nicer for the until the end of the world for thirty years. Yeah, but uh, the writing I bought, I bought into oh, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. That'd be for sure. End of the world. Yeah, let's. Yeah, the uh, the military guy not being willing to explore the uh, the intel was what a, stupid. What a dingus! And then he took credit for it in the end. Uh, I personally went up there with a sweat. You're like, yeah, okay. Okay, let's talk to the people then. Yeah, let's talk to them. Bunch of losers. Let's go ask Conspiracy Santa if you came up. <laughs> yeah, there's... N <laughs> I like that. I really did like J.K. Simmons in this I role. did too. I when he showed up a little Pratt bit and awesome. then he was gone, I was like, they cast him as a much bigger name for just that. 
He's yeah. going to be back. Yeah. I was like, we need a plane. I'm like, oh, there it is. Uh, I know what he's going to I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. Really I need you. Yeah. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, was awesome. great. That was a great show. I, I, I mean, a part of me was like, why didn't you... Some of it's ridiculous. Um, why didn't you kill the queen with the injector thing first? Because yeah. her pod was obviously bigger than all the others. It's fine, fine, whatever. <laughs> right. Because in the end, in the end, my only problem is the dude without an arm. Dude, how did he come back? Oh, that's awesome. Because like pitch meeting and talked about how it's like he jumps off to save her. He's like, what's his end game game plan there? Like, well, I would argue he didn't have a game plan. His daughter was in danger. He didn't think. He just acted. Yeah. That's what you do. Uh, I've, I've heard that. Or people saying, well, did he even know he was going to go back right then? It's like, probably. Well, the speaker said 20 seconds to jump. That's true. So, I thought there was something. I was doing something else. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he knew he had 20 seconds. I thought so. Left. I'm sure he was trying to reach her so he could bring her back. And honestly, I think it would have been cool. If yeah. He, that would have created an interesting maybe minor Par- paradox yeah. of sorts. Because you brought her back, so and she's not fine with born it. yet. A she lot of the other a, people were old Spock from like Star Trek. Oh, yeah. She'd be old Spock. Would have been awesome. And then she goes with him to fight yeah. in this thing. Although I think that there was too much of a connection between him and his daughter, mm. and that it would have replaced his younger daughter. That could be a problem in his relationship. Yeah, which we don't want. And this way, he now is more invested in his daughter becoming that woman. Yeah. Later in her life. Yeah. So I I see why story-wise they had to do it. Um and as for the character to have to overcome that mm-hmm. would have been more complex than they could address in this very short yeah. film. Yeah. I mean the only question is that I, I mean, think it's I had two hours like, long, but it, it, right. it's still only 2 hours. What what so happened the first time that he came back? He didn't. It's a linear timeline. So the first time through, the first time through, there was no time travel. Mm. Yeah, I can I can show you. <laughs> I love this. I, I, I was conspiracy <laughs> theorizing with my sister, I think, maybe when this was being explained. I was like, if she, because she said he left, why did he leave? What? What did what he? He didn't he leave. Left? Um, he got no, like he, he left lost them. the job. He didn't get that job, oh, and it that's drove what, him into depression. That's what pushed him. And away. then he never felt like he achieved what he was supposed to in his life. Oh, that's why he became despondent okay. and separated. Did they talk about that on the beach? Yes. Okay, that's why I yes, was talking she talks to my about how I was telling my sister, I was like, "What's going to motivate despondent. him? Uh, her death will motivate that." So I totally didn't even hear that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. good. Yep. Yep. I'm good yep, now. Yeah, right oh, fine. So um, there are multiple ways that time happens in everything uh if we go the avengers route i don't like their route <sighs> avenger uh, actually avengers doesn't make sense no it doesn't so the only avengers, way avengers makes sense is if it's alternate realities you can't go back and or branch realities exactly, which is what which, the tva is so yes. th- i guess it's explaining it i guess they're working so through essentially it. really all those branches where they took the infinity stones back might have just been clipped they may have although i think the one where uh with the time stone uh, coming back to to give it to the Sorcerer Supreme, Tilda Swinton. 
um, the ancient one. That timeline is fine. That timeline is still intact. Even though that's a timeline because that they brought disappeared? it back. Yes. Well, the TVA reset it. That spot. That spot. Yeah. They, they set that spot off, or I'm still trying to figure out how they reset stuff. Did they reset the whole world? Or universe, or just and that I think they were, spot. And they were supposed to send Loki back. That's why they capture people. is because the offender has to be put back where they belong. Yes. The person who offended it. Offended the timeline. So pruning it is only if the person is never supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Loki's case, they, they were supposed to gra- grab him, bring him to the TVA, evaluate him, and put him back with a mind eraser or whatever. Mm. Put him back where he was supposed to be before he Captured zapped away with the cube. And not gone. Because they already reset the timeline. They just probably need to still put him back. Uh. Or we're talking about they, they have a single timeline. But that single timeline that we see in the show is actually like 5,000 timelines that are just super, super close together that are all following the same path. That makes more sense. Like an infinite number of timelines all following the same pathway. Uh-huh. Because that's why some of the Lokis look different. And why, why didn't they get rid of them when they were babies if they looked different? Yeah. It's because they're still following the same pathway at different points in time. But as long as they're following that same storyline, it's, it's, it's working. So they may actually have completely clipped the entire timeline that the Avengers screwed up there. Hmm. Uh, but the Avengers were supposed to. Loki just wasn't supposed to get away with the Tesseract. He wasn't supposed to. Because in the end, Cap is supposed... They were probably supposed to get the Tesseract there and save everybody and then put it back. And it was fine. Everything was yeah. fine. Yeah. But because the Avengers went back in a different way, they still accomplished the goal without affecting too much of the timeline. Hmm. Without it all having to be reset. Which is crazy. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow, tomorrow war. war. <laughs> so tomorrow war, we have we have the original timeline that goes until the end of the world. Okay, so yes. it stops. Before that happens, how long is it? Like three years, something? Two what? years? Uh, that they've been contacting the past. Oh, I don't remember. I know it's like a twenty-eight year gap, but years. I think there's two or three years. Two or between. three years. So, we got three years before that, they invent time travel and go back in time. Okay? Yes. So this time, this first time through, didn't happen. There was no time traveler or anything. Right. So what they did is they actually jumped back in time and created a An new timeline. Alternate timeline. An alternate timeline. But they're Those... linked together, and so this one continues through until the end of the world. Or actually, even beyond that. Yeah. Um, until, or, the, until the beacon thing gets destroyed. Until the beacon gets destroyed and Chris Pratt goes back with the antidote. Because of that, this whole timeline to this point could be erased. Yeah. So as soon as he went back and started changing it, that whole timeline probably no longer exists. Only in the memory of those who... Only in the memory of those who went there. Who had it, yeah. Who had it. So, that's my understanding, is that once he went back, it basically ended the existence of this universe. Makes sense. And then he fixes it, and then the universe continues Which on. Which is nice, because the that existence is done. 
it's yeah the monsters a, win in that yep. existence and it's over yeah I I love so. their concept of time moving at the same time yeah well the they're locked thing, into a room hole yeah the same thing happens sense. in X-Men Days of Future Past yes timeline it keeps moving yeah even though he's back in time it's a very clean way to keep it yes to keep it because otherwise it you also explains um a big theory on, or a theory I heard on uh, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. You played the Ocarina of Time? Nope. I didn't play a single Zelda. Well, that's unfortunate because in Ocarina of Time, you go forward, you unlock the Temple of Time, the Sacred Realm, then you get put to sleep mm-hmm. for seven years. Okay. Then throughout the game, you can go back in time, but it keeps years. moving. Ah. So you, you have this timeline yeah, that you go, and then you go back in time to this timeline that keep moving forward, but then when you beat the game, sh- Zelda sends you back in time before any of that happens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> causing this timeline here of the seven-year thing to be kind of abandoned. And yeah, it, it no longer like, exists. It, it no longer has a hero, because the tri- the timeline of Legend of Zelda is really confusing, except because of the time fork that start because of the Ocarina of Time. And the timeline is the adult Link, the young Link, and the timeline where the Link loses. Ah. I saw a theory Link loses in this abandoned timeline that kept going while you're jumping back and forth. When you go back in time, you go back to a different time, a different reality, and this timeline still exists, but there's no Link to save the world. So So this is the timeline that is abandoned where Ganondorf wins... Because he doesn't have anyone who opposes him, and so that explains that third timeline. So just them ah. saying time continues to move, it's like oh, okay, I I like how ah. they have time continually moving. That actually makes sense. But it's so when they did, I was like, oh, I yeah. So so that. so when I said that there were two two timelines, what I should have done is that there is a branch now. Yes. Which diverted the past timeline. Mm-hmm. Now everything because they went back in time, everything will go to that. When he comes back, it now becomes... And honestly, it may not even be their universe. No. It could actually be a wormhole to a universe that is 28 years behind. Yeah. Where in scientific parlance, the Big Bang happened 28 years after. Yep. And it's an developed reality. in exactly the same way. Yeah. Which is exactly what alternate realities and that's parallel universes the, are. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the... So they could have jumped it, or originally I had, I had figured that it was a linear timeline, where this timeline came forward, and the only, the only reason that this timeline continued to exist for those last three years is because it was connected to that. Mm, yeah. As soon as that gateway closed, that, that existence ended. Because they're, they were no longer on that path. Yeah. So that's the way that a one world could exist without multiple because dimensions and multiple it, universes. Say they... Because they went back and affected it, but because they were still connected. That's the only reason the future timeline still existed the way it did. Because she yeah. still remembered her dad dying in the car crash. Yeah. And I still mean, remembered him becoming despondent after losing that job. Going out on a limb because and theorizing about anymore. things you can't explain. Yeah. Let's say, theoretically, <laughs> in this future timeline, someone is able to recreate the tower. And this, this, you know, it, it's a lost thing. By the When he gets taken back, you pretty much are like, no one is surviving that. Yeah. There's no way. 
Let's just say someone does. Someone survives sure, and sure, creates sure. a tower. When they go back in time, do they then go back into the branch timeline? Or would they go back into the... Because their timeline continues to move, right. but Chris Pratt changed things when he goes right. back. So when they go back in time, if they did, would they go back to the alternate reality? Or would they go back to their past? It'll be the alternate. That's right. As long as that's the same wormhole. Because if they, if they don't go... If they go back before that, then it's really going to mess stuff up. That, yeah. Which, and that'll really get complicated. But which, they can't. Which would be a fun me. way to have the story continue. Yeah. Um, like somebody on that oil rig survived. So, yeah. And then over the next decade, tried to rebuild a, yeah, a, a the tower, tower so that they can come back. Somehow but when they survives. come back, they reintroduce the aliens. And it comes back before they came. So if they, yeah. the, it would really screw it up if they came in before, it's like because then it would erase this, time. this yeah. timeline. But if they're still on that twenty-eight year thing, so ten years later, if somebody survived, they would jump back into the alternate. Yeah. <clears throat> if it was using the same wormhole. That's that <clears throat> that alternate realities, which is so <laughs> fun to explore. It that's is fun. Why, that's why I'm so excited and for what if. Actually, this particular universe is a, is wonderful. Yeah. That it ended. Oh, yeah. The people who came back, though, still exist because this still happened. Yeah. But as soon as they branched it and connected the two timelines and then and then sent him back to change it, as long as it's not a multi multiverse theory, as long as it's not a different dimension, uh-huh. if it is, we're assuming it's true time travel where they've gone back and changed things. Right. Then that means that... This this existence ceased to exist as soon as the tower was destroyed, as soon as the connection was yeah. broken. So all this suffering and everything that people had gone through didn't actually happen. Not anymore. Anymore. Only in their minds. Only in the minds of the people who Which, experienced it. You know, the one lady who she came back. You know, they kind of fixed yeah. her paradox because she goes out, she dies. But how many of those people that went back in time are still there? That are now on this branch that I don't think would cause a paradox because they it's may meet their paradox. younger selves, but yeah. it's not going to change anything because they're now on a different timeline. Exactly. So it's not going to, you know, obviously yeah. it's going to change things because they're not going to have aliens yeah. anymore. Honestly, I particular, I particularly believe that they altered so much. They said they were trying not to alter things, but it was over. I mean, they had already. Like going back out. in time, you. You change the Just outcome. your existence. Who won that football game? Who won that soccer game? Yeah. That's going to change stuff. That's going to change a lot of things. Yeah. I I was... <laughs> the nice thing about this one is it explained it... For me, it explained it well enough that I was like, okay. Like, Infinity War and Endgame, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. With time. You've made it confusing enough that I'm like, okay, sure. I don't All know right, what you're talking I'll about. I'll just trust you guys. But... This was just, and this movie was much more simplistic. Of like, it really is, was. This is what it is, and, and, and I mean, there well, is the option for alternate realities and dimensions and stuff that would yeah. actually clean it up in some ways. Yeah, but at the same time, and the the fact that these people would go to destroy the aliens. I mean, I get it because they understand the threat. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's fine. And in all honesty, I mean, the military was probably occupied just trying to keep the peace. Oh yeah. So I. I kind of get it, but they didn't explain it that way. No. They brushed over it and said, well, gosh, we should probably send at least one platoon of guys with you 
to figure it out. Is there anybody we can spare? Yeah, we can spare these guys. But, I mean, they were sending thousands, a thousand people a week. Well, not anymore. For a couple of years. Yeah, but not anymore. Well, yeah, but all those people are dead. That's true. So, I mean, the world's been devastated by... But only half the military was able to be sent. 600 people So a you week. have half the military that can still... Yeah, but they're probably Occupy on peacekeeping duty. Half the because <laughs> everybody's rioting, which is terrible. But I, I can see why it would happen. But at the same time, wouldn't you just be like, "Let's prepare." Uh huh. We're gonna beat them no. this time. Let's prepare. No, because come on, people. Uh, preparedness is not what people try and incite. It's fear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People try and incite fear. So yeah, so the Avengers, the Avengers thing. I'm almost thinking that it is the, you know, 3,000 or 20,000 parallel timelines all working together. And they're... Because when they're on their timeline... All right, this will be the MCU timeline. When they're on this timeline, nothing they do in the past affects them. Nothing they do in the past right. affects their timeline. Because Loki, everything happened properly. Yes. Now, is that because the TVA goes back and fixes all those things they screw up? Probably. <laughs> like, I thought about it. Captain America takes all the pin particles in that on that shelf. Yeah. Was that all of them? Did he take all is of he them? Gonna, is he, he going to suddenly some. not have them? Like, is, is... Oh, okay, he may. He may still have some. But is missing those two pin particles going to screw things up? So the TVA is in charge for? of that? Yeah. Yeah, well, Were those two pin particles for when they shut down a missile, and now they can't because it's not there? Yeah, anymore? yeah. Did Janet no longer in that timeline be able to shrink Maybe. down? That's what possible. If? What if? What if? So my guess is that the TVA goes back and corrects all that stuff to take care of it. That cleans up the timeline. Very easy. One timeline, one world. Actual one time pe- travel. One people. One world, one people. Uh, the other option is that when they travel in time. See, there was there was an argument that they actually had to travel in time for certain things to happen. Because we thought about traveling through dimensions to a parallel dimension that is happening 10 years earlier. Right. Like we talked about the 28 Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Big Bang happened 28 years later. So so there's there's a possibility that they never moved. Oh, I remember why, why it's perfect. Ooh. It's because time didn't change in the real world they went back in time and were back in seconds yeah so if they really did leave their timeline and travel parallel to a different dimension that doesn't quite work because they still spent time in that dimension and would have to come back at that same point so it has to be actual time travel but they could still travel to a different dimension but it still has to be through time as well hmm because otherwise, like we're talking about the parallel traveling of time, that would still have to happen as well. Yeah. Well, let's say argue so they would leave here and then spend three hours in a parallel dimension. They would come back three hours later. But that's not what happened. No. They came back instantaneously. And at the same time, even though we saw people like Hulk, he was in that same timeline, but he came back immediately. He, as yeah. soon as he had the time stone. He came back the same time as Tony and Crit. But and, he still uh, showed up at the same Cap, time, Cap, even though but, Cap and them went back 
even further and, and did stuff more time. while he was traveling back to where they were. Right. And so it has to be actual time travel. But they could have traveled to different dimensions along the sacred timeline and then come back, you know, three seconds later. And then the TVA has to clean up all those other dimensions. So their past doesn't change at all. Mm-hmm. But then these dimensions have to be fixed. Or if there is one singular sacred timeline, the TVA then has to go and fix anything that they changed in the past that didn't already happen. Yeah. That concept of time is just... <laughs> it's kind of fun. It is fun. I, I, I actually kind of enjoy what they're doing with the time stuff in Loki. Because uh-huh. they're almost... It's almost like this whole show is to explain... <laughs> <laughs> Endgame's time oh, yeah, <laughs> Which is nice, because I was confused by it. Yeah. So having so them they explain have to go it, through, it's like, okay. Somebody has to go through and clean up the mess. Yeah. But the Avengers needed to do that. That was always part of the timeline. It was. And we'll just clean up the mess if they screw up. And they did. Which actually leads me more to believe the, the 8,000 timeline theory. That are all traveling along the sacred timeline. But have slight variations as long as they're hitting those key moments. See, we, we look at it in the show and it wavers. It's moving. Like a singular timeline doesn't move. A singular timeline is, is straight. That's right. the timeline. But the wavering is the thousands of variations that are occurring. But as long as we see that there is one line that they're staying real close to in the middle... There are points as long as it doesn't hit. go too far past the tolerances, it's fine and it's left alone. Like the the you know even uh, Morbius talks about that. Mobius? Mobius. Mobius. Yeah, Morbius is a vampire. That's right. Which Jen pointed out to me, vampires are officially part of the MCU now. Oh, they already were. But only as a joke. When Cork says stabbing three vampires huddled close together. It's like a joke, because they're wooden stakes, right? Uh-huh. Myth. But the TVA, Morbius specifically, says that they have captured Lokis and Titans and vampires. Huh. Vampires are not just a mythological thing. They are an actual thing in the MCU now. Ben pointed that out to me, and I'm like, what? I didn't even notice. That's cool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He says, you know, he explains to Loki, he's like, you do this, 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 and this. Like, he, he tells him key points that this yeah. is what happens in your life. And yeah. as long as you don't stray from that, we don't. you don't know about us because you don't need to. Yeah, so I mean, free will is, is there to a degree, but... Uh, it's like, it, it's, more, it's more conditional will. You right. can choose things as long as it keeps you on that path. If right. you do something that very you know takes you off that and you become a variant, then you have a problem. Yeah. And you no longer have the choice to do what you want because they have to fix it. Otherwise, it breaks everything into chaos and the entire, entire universe, universe collapses. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes a multiverse of madness. That, I, I think that sounds cool. Uh, I think so, <laughs> You know, it's funny. I've heard some people say, oh, the... MCU is just garbage. It's, it's done. And I'm like, I, I agree with you, but I'm still going to participate. Yeah. Because I still would, I'm still am interested to see where it goes. I may not like where it goes, 
But I would still like to know and then be able to make the decision on when it ends for me. Yeah. Because I watched Black Widow, and while it wasn't my favorite movie, and they made a lot of decisions I didn't like, um, it was a really fun movie, and I'm glad I know it happens. I really enjoyed the pitch meeting to that one. Yeah, the pitch meeting was great. Oh, it's great. Awesome. Uh, I did... uh, Yeah. I I still think that they're, they're still switching roles to, as one guy put it, to tokenize people and characters like Taskmaster uh, was a guy named Tony Masters. Yeah. And now it's not. Nope. They've totally changed the character but kept the name and the abilities and yeah, they did that made with, uh, them a woman. And it's like, okay. They tried that out with, uh, what's his face? The Mandarin. Yeah. Of course, now they're kind of rectifying that. They are changing it. And they actually did it very quickly soon after. Yes. Like, he was a pretender. He took on the mantle of what he perceived as the Mandarin. Of what they heard stories of. Yeah. He's like, well, this guy doesn't exist, but I'm going to make him exist. But he did, and then we find out that he actually does exist. Yeah. And Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's all about that. Oh, man. There's a recent trailer, too. It's even more action with the Ten Rings. Oh, really? (laughs) Really cool. (laughs) I'm actually very intrigued by Shang-Chi, and I really want to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping anytime they can take one of these characters and just really explore them as the character instead of trying to change them into a more woke version. Uh-huh. Like making Taskmaster female, it's like, okay. Like, and I I, I, I was probably my issue. I don't When it revealed that. it, it was like, a pitch meeting was perfect. And then we find out that it's his daughter. Like, yeah, and didn't okay. the guy say it earlier? He's like, Oh, so is that like his daughter or something? Like, what? No. I just I was like, oh, okay. Which was me. It was like, oh, it's his daughter. It's like, no, it's not. Like for it's me, it's like supposed to be. No, it's not. He was a fellow agent of Shield. But yeah. Now I'm confused. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. You kept the name, but changed the character. What I'm hoping they end up doing is revealing that Taskmaster is an old villain. And so when Drakov heard about it, he modified, after his daughter's accident, he modified her to be able to do the same thing. Yes. That's why she's not really called Taskmaster. It's the Taskmaster Protocol. Yeah. And so I'm kind of hoping that... That's uh, true. That maybe that's what it is, that it's merely an imitation of, of somebody of that actually that existed. existed. Um, but then I... Kind of, I still want to see Taskmaster show up, the, the real Taskmaster. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And honestly, though, the design of the character was pretty sweet. It was. I did like how she I, I missed, I missed uh, him. I, I felt like I didn't see enough action from the Taskmaster. Yeah. He was I didn't foresh- see enough he was, copy stuff. He, yeah, he was overshadowed by the main story that, like, we didn't really see. Yeah. Him, where I, the uh, the trailer led on that Taskmaster was the guy in charge, yes, not Drakov. So when sure. it started, it's like, wait, isn't Taskmaster the one in charge? It's like, no, oh, yeah, okay. There is one other part that I was a little frustrated with after the fact, and we we've talked about it before. It's the way that women are portrayed in fights, yeah. And for the most part, Black Widow did amazing. Um, I had a major issue. With Taskmaster versus Red Guardian. Mm. 
Red Guardian is a super soldier. Yeah. He's older, sure. Still has all the he's super strength. He's a super soldier, though. Yeah, all the strength and is a super soldier. Yeah. Taskmaster has nothing. A suit. Has a suit, not vibranium, not adamantium, as far as we know. Just a just no, a suit. armor suit. He would first punch would break through that suit. Well, and even if it didn't break through, it throw Taskmaster across the room. Yeah. So are we saying that there are other technological advances in the suit? Is it like an Iron Man type it's suit? It's gotta be. It? It's gotta be because that's the only that's way. That's the makes only any way sense. you can counter a super soldier because Tony countered Cap. Yeah. It. it and yeah. basically, Taskmaster did what Friday did and analyzed him. Yeah. To deflect the hit so they weren't... And she must have had some level of um, strength. But yeah, she's going against a super soldier. And is, you know, doing very well against him. Sure, he's rusty and old. And <laughs> but still, he's a super soldier. Yeah. Yeah, I had a hard time with that because her powers were so ill-defined. And Black Widow stood up to her. Black Widow fought her. Black Widow's not a super Black soldier. Black Widow's human. Yeah. As much as that movie tried not to show that, where it's like, oh, she just fell from that entire building, hitting a ton of things on her way down, and <laughs> is she's fine? Just blunt runs away. <laughs> There were a couple. A I loved when she took her shirt off, and you see all the bruises on her. Yeah. It's like, ooh, <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> that, that's but better. then you like shoot a car down the subway. It's like, ah, uh, they, oh, okay. There were a few times where they tried to make her a superhero, and it, I was, I was really looking for the the spy thriller. Yeah, not the. Not the paint by numbers superhero movie. It's like because she's not a superhero. That's that was the thing. That was yeah. the thing. Cool thing about her and Hawkeye, they're not superheroes. They're just regular people. Yeah. And so you know they have to take an ibuprofen after they fight. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. <laughs> I really like. Do that. you think Space God has to take an ibuprofen after he fights? It's like mm, that's a fair point. It's a, okay. What do you mean the weaker character? <laughs> the what do you mean the stronger Avengers? Um, this god from space. <laughs> Honestly, her sister was the best part of that movie. She was absolutely she was so fantastic. Funny. Some people said, "Oh, well, now we know the origins of where Black Widow got that vest that she has in." Like, wow, that's cool. In Endgame, in, I think in, it is Infinity War. Something. And I'm like, okay. I didn't even realize that she had a vest. Yeah, I, I didn't either, to be honest. I was like, just, like when she hands it to her, I'm like, okay, she has a vest in one of the other movies that I clearly didn't see. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of connections to other movies. But I think my favorite one was uh, Dracov's daughter being mentioned in yeah. uh, Avengers. Way in back when. Avengers. Which means so it must be comic fun. related. The what? It must be comic book related. Uh, I guess... In order it, for it, it probably was originally, and then they rewrote it. Yeah. When they got to Black Widow, which is unfortunate, I think. I think it's a cop out for Black Widow, because they made her into the. The compassionate, superhero who the worst thing she ever did in her life wasn't actually that bad, and it's like. And wasn't it more interesting when it was? It wasn't that bad. Wasn't it more interesting when she did kill that girl? Yeah, and then 
wasn't that? <laughs> it went from that's not that bad to didn't actually even happen. Oh yeah, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. So she's actually not even bad well, at that, all. Well, that's what I mean because it's bad. Yeah, she sacrificed a little bad. girl. Yeah, that's that's not to cool. get to somebody. That's yeah. that's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, and she felt bad about it. Oh yeah. Honestly, I even thought that was a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> because she didn't feel bad for anything. No, I loved I loved her in uh, Winter Soldier. Like, off is I only okay pretend I know everything, Rogers. <laughs> I don't want to ask you to do something you're not comfortable with. Adrian Romanoff is comfortable with everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she's comfortable fine. with everything. Just let her have that. Yeah. Let her have been the bad guy. Let her have learned. Let her have grown and be like, hey, you know, I did bad things, but you know what? I've come to grips with who I was, and I'm trying to be better. Yeah. I'm trying to do better. And then when it's revealed that, and it, it made her, she should have been so cold when she did that. She didn't care. She shouldn't have cared at the time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm just trying to stick her into that hole. And maybe that's why Hawkeye recognized that she couldn't is because he recognized that there was sorrow. She's not cold. That she's not as cold as everybody thinks she is. But then in every other movie she is. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I think Winter Soldier is her best movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed her in that movie. That was great. Yeah, she was cool. She kicked the butt out of the leader of Hydra wearing the mesh face. Yeah. Fun they brought that back. Yeah. Showed where she got the mesh face from. That was fun. It was a, it was funny when we were watching it with you and we're well, that was the first time we watched it. But <laughs> we're watching it together and I'm like, Man, our mom is wearing her suit that she has at the end of the movie. <laughs> and all the promo stuff. That's the suit the Black Widow wears. Hey, Why is her mom wearing it? Mom got that. Okay, sure, whatever. And then he takes the mesh off like, ah, uh. I saw through it. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's oh, like, gosh. uh, everything that no one, at least no one that I do noticed in episode eight, when Luke's using the old lightsaber, none of us are like, didn't that lightsaber just break? We're all just like, Luke is on crate and he's going toe to toe with Kylo Ren. This is awesome. Yep, exactly. There were so many After he disappears, you're like, that. Oh my, wow, I feel like an idiot. Not no. only did he use a lightsaber that was just broken, but it shows him stepping, but there's no And there's footprints. no footprints. He slides his foot across the ground, just like Kylo does. We see Kylo do it, and there's... There's red. Sh- there's a, there's red Luke streak. Do it, there's Luke no does red. it, there's nothing. It's like, like they well were played. screaming at you. Well played. <laughs> and you didn't see it. We that shouldn't is have been brilliant surprised. filmmaking. Yeah, we should That's have been surprised well when done. it's like, oh, he's not actually there. We were just like, oh, he's not actually there. And then if you watch, like, oh, yeah, duh. Oh, it's so All the obvious. things yelling at us <laughs> in our face were like, he's not actually there, guys. Yep. Like, yep. Oh, okay. That was incredible. So, yeah, that... that hey, she's wearing the suit. Which I saw at the very end when it shows the pan over and she's like looking off in the distance. I'm like, that was in the trailer. And she's wearing black. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things you're like, eh. Huh. Okay. I thought her turn was weird. The mom turning evil and zapping uh, Yelena. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Um, 
but then revealing it's Black Widow and that it was part of the plan. Like I, I thought there was a plan going on. I just I was hoping. <laughs> it was fun when Ben saw the helicarrier, the red room. Uh-huh. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> you and everyone else. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, wait a minute. The, the helicarrier was driven by propellers, and this guy's got jet engines that keep him up all the time. I'm like, dude, you're great. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's kind of legitimate. Like, I expected it to be with giant props on the ends of the things. I'm like, you go Russian. You go for the Russian style of stuff. It's the same as ours, but like if we came up with it 20 years before we did. Yeah. So instead of a really sleek helicarrier, you've got these giant propellers in the air keeping you up. Like just sticking up like a a helicopter. Yeah. That's what I would imagine. Uh Uh-huh. Not only that, but the amount of thrust that that would take to keep you up in the air is insane. Yeah. I destroyed one of the engines and we're in a controlled descent. I'm like, that doesn't look very controlled. I know, right? <laughs> Change of plan. I destroyed one of the engines. We're not in a controlled descent. It rapidly was not controlled. No. But not a single bad guy died. And all the bad... Or not a single good guy died. And all the bad guys did. Yep. Which was odd. <laughs> Anyway, love the movie. It was great. It was funny. (laughs) Yelena was the best. Yelena, actually, I'm excited for her, except for the after credit scene. Yeah, I didn't like that. I hate it when they try to take heroes and make them bad guys. That's lame. Like, you're going to waste a whole season of something good about her trying to hunt. I'm actually, I'm hoping that uh, she's not the main villain, and he's hunting someone else, and she shows up for like two episodes trying to kill him, and then they come to terms, and then work together. Yeah, yeah. I hate that drama crap. Yeah, I'm like... Forced drama. That's garbage. Because like such garbage. It, it it really is. It's like all that's what makes me stop like, watching shows. You kill Black Widow and you're like what? No, I didn't. It's like well, this girl said you did. I'm like well, I mean, yeah, we went to war, and she died, but but honestly, I tried to. I tried to save one her. Of us and had I to tried sacrifice to sacrifice ourselves, and she'd be like, oh, okay. And I tried to do it, and you know her. You could. You know her. You she stop her. She yeah. She once she put her mind to something, that was and, it. You're like, okay, but instead what it's going to be, she's like, you know? I don't care, you killed her. And it's like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Like, they just team up already? Like an Iron Man? I don't care. And Civil War. He killed my mom. He killed my mom. It wasn't... I kind of got that, though. I mean, I did, yes. <laughs> I kind of get that, but Hawkeye did not kill her. No. So... He didn't. There's no He tried excuse. to save her, if anything. Oh, yeah, he did. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> he did twice, and then she... Honestly, that was one of the coolest self-sacrifices ever. I did like that, that. And I didn't know. When I watched that the first time, I didn't know who was going to die. Right. I had no idea. That was the coolest part. That was like, awesome. Who and, is it? And, it? and they switched it like four times. I was so happy. Was like, oh, now it's him. Oh, wait, now it's her. Oh, man. <laughs> who is it going to be? Yep. Yeah, he zaps her and then throws down his bow and then goes out. No, she zaps him. He blows her up. Oh, yep, yep. That's right. Yeah, she zaps him and runs. He shoots the arrow, blows it up, then drops his bow and runs to the edge. And then she jumps off. Or he jumps. Then she jumps, grabs him, launches his grappling hook at the wall yeah. and attaches it to his belt. And, yeah. So the only thing holding And then he him. catches her. Yeah. And he won't it, it let go. He never let go of her. And no, honestly, I think that's... Go. That's the only reason he's going to get over it. Yeah. 
And the fact that his whole family and his kids return. Yeah, that'll help him get yeah. over it. <laughs> and they named one of their kids after her. Yeah. So. He knocks her down, and then she flips it on him and zaps him. And then he Yeah, that's around. right. That's, there's like that's five right. or six they different... They go there like, looking at each other and like, we're talking about different preschool. And <laughs> I think then they fight ideas. and he <laughs> knocks her down. He's like, I tell my family I love them. And then she reverses him. She's like, tell him yourself. And yeah. then zaps him. And then he blows her her up. Gosh, that's such a great scene. And then runs past all stoic. That's one of those scenes that I love to watch. Yeah. Because of how tragic it is and how heroic that is. That reminds me of Mulan. It's being willing to sacrifice yourself mm. for someone else. Totally unselfishly. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. She will die, and that will be it. There will be nothing left. Yeah. And it's so awesome. And then the other the other part that I love, I love the music in there. Yeah. To the point that I will watch Infinity War a hundred times. And the, I'll listen to it at work or something, and there's only one time I pull out my phone to watch it. And that's when, uh, that's on Vormir, Vormir, when Thanos throws Gamora off the cliff. That... It's that same tune. Yeah, it's the same music, but I think Infinity War did it a little better, just because Endgame was rushing, you know, they're yeah. trying to move past it, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a quicker scene in Endgame, as, as awesome as that is between the two of them. Um, but the, the sadness from Thanos when he throws her off the edge and then like there's like a triumphant music there as well that's the sadness and the triumph oh man it gives me chills just thinking about the music right that's so beautiful Vormir man I might have to get the soundtrack because that's just beautiful <laughs> right there's very, there are only a few soundtracks in Marvel that I'm like okay I'll spend money on that and one of them, I bought the Captain America theme because that's just fun. Yeah. Um, the Avengers, the Avengers, um, and yeah, that that's one. Every time I hear it, I have a Pandora station for Marvel music, and every time that music from Formier comes on, it's just like, wow, it's so powerful. Yeah, I have I have Apple Music, so I can download whatever I want. But I'll download the I got I have the one of. <laughs> Um, Vision and Scarlet Witch in Infinity War because it's the same tune mm. as Boromir. That, really? Uh, that same. Oh, at the end mm-hmm. when she's destroying the when mind she stone? has to destroy the mind stone. It's that you same. Can never song. hurt me. I only feel you. Yeah. That. Oh my gosh. Which that hurt? It's almost to the point, like, thinking about it right now, almost to the point where I think Infinity War is almost better than Endgame. Oh, yeah. Just because there's so much more emotion through that it entire is, which movie. Which is so funny because, like, I went into Infinity War knowing they were going to lose. Yeah. And I, luckily, I, I, I had told Teddy. Guessed. I guessed like, that they would. I was just, Teddy. But I wasn't he, sure. When they fight Thanos, he, he, he does get all the stones. He wins. And so she was like, I was prepared. Yeah. But my mom and your mom were not. I didn't tell no. them. So oh, when they're yeah. like, what just happened? It's like, well, yeah, that's the, the comes ending? Out the next year. They're like, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, he wins. That's that's comics. That's, that's the whole point of the, the whole thing is that he wins. The Thanos does it. He, he accomplishes it. Kills half the universe. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. But that. so 
even though I'm like he's gonna win, they're still able to give that so much emotions because it's it's how he wins. Oh my gosh! The things he does, Gamora. Oh, I just thought of something. Vision. It's. I can't tell you about it. Is it Loki stuff? Yes. Okay. Well, let's just let's. Well, well, it, you you've seen part of it. What if there was like a Thanos floating around somewhere? A variant Thanos. That'd be fun. That'd be crazy. That'd be cool to bring him back. Yeah. I know we just barely got rid of him, but he was very he was interesting to me. Yeah. Especially especially I could relate to Infinity, Infinity War. War Thanos. Infinity War Thanos was a little harder to relate to, but well, Infinity past War Thanos, Thanos. twenty fourteen Thanos. Yeah. That one. Yeah, he's he's more destroy the universe, destroy, destroy, destroy. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. The other Thanos was like he genuinely thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah. Which is the most he, compelling he part about it. villains. When they genuinely think they're doing what's right. And he was almost sad about it. Yeah. He was om- he was remorseful about what he had to do. He didn't take pleasure in it. No, I call that mercy. 2014 Thanos. He's like, I'm going to kill you all. I don't care. It's awesome. Yeah. He, Domination. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, he hadn't gotten tired of the slaughter yet. No. Because in, uh, Infinity War Thanos was tired of it. That's why he did it painlessly. He didn't murder everyone. He disappeared them, which yeah. is why they could come back. Yeah, but which he said, he said Thanos, I call that twenty fourteen Thanos would have shredded the killed atoms. them. Yeah, he he. Well, I don't think he would have shredded their atoms. I don't. That's think what he, he said he was going to do. I'm going to shred well, yeah, the universe he's gonna down. Get dudes. rid of everything. Yeah, and remake it. But it's not because. He wants to be merciful. It's because he, he doesn't care. It's probably going to be painful. He's a sadist. Twenty fourteen, crazy bloodthirsty. But then years later, you know, almost a decade later, you know, he, he he's tired of the slaughter. He he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Um, the universe needs to be righted. Yeah, and so he disappeared. Everyone, he removed them from existence yeah. painlessly. Yeah. And mercifully, he mercifully. tells who is it, Strange or Tony Stark. He tells them that he's him snapping his fingers is mercy. Yeah. Because they'll just cease to exist. And it's, it's mercy. There's probably something that happened between 2014 and 2018. Thanos. I guess yeah. For you, there must be something between there that caused him to change his mind. And I wouldn't mind exploring that story. Yeah. That would be interesting to see where he goes from bloodthirsty, uh, uh, sadistic Thanos. To, I, I, need, I, I need to do this so I that I do. can, uh, so I don't have to. I have to save the universe. Slaughter people. This anymore. is to make it so that I don't have to continue slaughtering planets. This, the slaughter. I can stop. I, I can't do it anymore. I can rest. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. With the Infinity Stones, I can just do it in an instant, and it'll be painless and merciful. And, and then I can farm. Then I can watch the sunrise on a grateful universe. Yeah. And it's and that Thanos is the one we love. Yeah. Yeah. Endgame. Battle yeah, Thanos. Bloodthirsty Thanos. It's like. Yeah. Well, he says. He says I'm gonna enjoy. Taking out your little planet. It's like. <laughs> and all my years of conquest and bloodshed has never been personal, but. Yeah. Destroying your miserable speck of a planet. I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Ha. See, and that's that's 2014 Thanos. Yeah. Alright. Ooh. I could explore that. Mm. I'm okay with that. I would be interested to see what changed him. Yeah. That would be a cool and and if that's a lot of people complained about in game Thanos. 
But it's very possible that they already they always knew that. Mm-hmm. That twenty fourteen Thanos past Thanos and Endgame was not gonna be the developed interesting villain that we see at the end. Even when he's sitting there talking to Tony on Titan, talking about what happened to his planet and he just you can see he's so pensive. Yeah. And then you go back in time and that's not him. No. Like, there had to be something major that happened that caused him to do that. And to and I don't see the remorse over throwing mm-hmm. Gamora over the cliff from twenty fourteen Thanos. Yeah, he would just he, whatever. He would have done it and he wouldn't have bothered. No. I there's got to be He couldn't have done it. I feel like twenty fourteen Thanos. Do you, you wanna come up with the story? I mean, we could. I've got an idea. Yeah? I've got an idea. Why does he love Gamora? He was always, she was always his favorite, but what what showed him that he loved her? What caused that love? Because in Endgame, I don't, I don't feel like he loved her. Past Thanos, 2014, no. Thanos didn't love Gamora, but something changed. I wonder if he her met... Her breakaway? Huh? Her breakaway from him. Oh yeah, that she hadn't was happened to yet him until twenty fourteen. Until she lost him, and then she breaks away and does her own thing and kind of goes against him. What if that caused him to be like, why did she go against me? What? So he continues on his on his murder spree. Yeah. Right. What if he came across a planet where he saw? He went up to a farm. He has to see himself in this person, right? He goes to a farm and he kills the workers and he goes up to the farmhouse and there's a guy sitting there an old man sitting in his chair and Thanos goes in with his sword ready to go armored up and the man is just sitting in a chair and he looks up at Thanos and he sees his blade and he looks looks around kind of gets the gist of what's happening and he Okay, he closes his book. It's maybe an album. And he sets it down. Or it leaves it open. And it's him and his, his daughter, this farmer and his daughter. And he sets it down. Thanos walks in. He says, do you know what's about to happen? He's like, I assume you're here to uh, kill everyone. He says, only half of you. He says, that's interesting. Which half? Right. <laughs> He's like, doesn't matter. This, I think it does. I see pain in your eyes. I share a similar pain, I think. I had a daughter once. I hope I get to go see her now. And Thanos kills him pretty quickly. But then he sits and he ponders and he waits. He sits on the man's porch like he does in Endgame. He sits and he ponders what it costs to get what you want. And the fact that he tries to keep Gamora. Yeah. And that when he gets to Vormir, all those thoughts and memories and the and the lesson that he learned on whatever planet this was comes flooding back to him and he has to sacrifice her and in the end he finally does. But he is so remorseful. Mm. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Is that- yeah that's interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Something. It had, he has to see himself in the person that he kills. 
He has to see the pain that he's experiencing. Maybe it's not right for the guy to have lost his daughter. Maybe he has to die defending his daughter. And she lives. Or maybe he spares the farmer. The hard part is 2014 Thanos was just so bloodthirsty. Right. Well, this will be after... This is after uh, after Gamora leaves him. So, so this will be left. 2015, That's got to be what Thanos. rocks his world. Gamora leaving. Gamora leaving. You think just that would be enough? I'd like to see a parallel, an outside influence besides just that. I think there could be some metaphors there that would be yeah. good to... Uh, or some parallels that would be good to compare to. Yeah. Or maybe Thanos kills his daughter and the guy goes up and says, just kill me. There's nothing worth anything. He's like, you still have a life. Do I? And maybe he leaves the da- leaves the, the farmer alive, but after killing the farmer's daughter. Hmm. And... I don't know. Because he still he still does it. He still sacrifices Gamora in the end. Weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it doesn't. But I I want to see that and I'd be interested to see what happens. See, this is probably the writers' room discussions that they have and they yeah. go, Nah, I don't think that totally fits. Maybe yeah. we need to break down Thanos' motivations down to the nitty gritty. And then figure out what changes and how that change could have happened. Yeah. And come up with like three or four different options and then kind of go from there to see which one is the best option. Ask Kevin. Which one is the most impactful. (laughs) Which will impact the viewers but still give us the Thanos that we need to end with. Yeah. In Infinity War. Very cool. (laughs) We're just having fun. I know. We're just having fun today. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> all the it's been too theories. long. Yeah, it, obviously it's been a while since we've Because <laughs> we're still going. we're still going. Yeah. Well, we, we can end it. It's getting late. Yeah. And we've got, a, we've got a double long episode today. Hope yeah, you got, I hope everybody enjoyed that. But the end of Loki is tomorrow. I hope you and Teddy get to sit down and watch it. Yeah, we will be able to watch it tomorrow because no. my cousin's getting married. But Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Kelton's getting married. Oh. Surprise. When is his... No, he already had his reception. No. I don't know. I think it's tomorrow. I think I'd have to look. Oh, crud. He does that on Wednesday. I know. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Oh, really? I know what tomorrow is. Loki. Kelton did the exact same thing that one of my brother's sister-in-laws is doing. What? What is the date tomorrow? Fourteenth of July. Year. Twenty twenty one. Yep. Month, day, year. Is that six? Seven. We're in seven. Yep. Seven fourteen twenty one. Seven fourteen twenty one. Yeah. I'm sorry, Multiple but that is the lamest reason to do something like that. <laughs> to make everybody take a day off of work. Like, honestly, for me, if I, when I, I didn't get this in perspective until my brother's sister-in-law was doing it. That 
if I take a day off of work to go to your wedding and your reception, I'm losing a couple hundred bucks from the hours that I work. Yeah. And that's, you know, if you get overtime or whatever, which right now I, I am. <laughs> nice. So a couple hundred bucks. That's more than I have spent on any wedding gift for anyone ever. So really? if you make me take a day off of work, that is your gift. The fact that sense. I am there. I'm losing. It's like I'm losing a couple hundred bucks today. The nice thing about his is his and is in the pushing evening. my my time. His isn't during the day. Yeah. Yeah. His is in the well, evening. Well, Kale's still taking the day off. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I, Maybe I, in the morning he'll I'm get not, the other guys. I'm working. So he'll get you guys set up for the day, but there's no way he's working. Because yeah. he needs to be there to be with his son the last day, the, the few hours before he's married. That's that's the last time that your son is your son in a yeah. lot of ways. Because once he gets married and moves out and goes off on his own, he's different. now, yeah, it's it's different when you get when you're married and moved out. It is. You're no longer the little boy anymore. That's the last time you get to be the little boy. Like, even if you go off to college or grow up and get a career, you it's always like... always come home. You already, yeah, you always come home. No, it's not your home. Nope. It's just your parents' home. Yep. That, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is changing. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Dang it, Kelton, you freaking dweeb. <laughs> I look... I look... I just, it's just my own priorities. So what's your anniversary? 7-27-2016. Oh yeah, that's just coming up. Yep. Next week? This next two, week. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks, yeah. It's close. <laughs> it I know that. Maybe maybe it is next week. or in mm, like Two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. I'm probably not going to podcast oh, yeah. two weeks from today, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Slacker. <laughs> you know, I've actually. That's okay. Uh, I hope it's okay. I may have a, a guest on here. That works for That me. week you're gone. Just to just to keep it going. Just stay in the habit. That's fine. Uh, my first guest without you here, I was going to have Ben. Nice. My, we're raising nerds. Yeah. Let's have one of these nerds we're raising on have here. Have him on there, yeah. And then uh, when Penny gets a little bit older, we'll <laughs> bring her on. And in about uh, five years. Yeah. Bring her on and have some fun. She'll talk to Pikachu. We'll talk Pokemon with her. Yeah, you guys will have to teach me all about Pokemon. Uh huh. And then uh, if I'm out of town one week, you and you and her can do a <laughs> do a podcast. Here we go. Do the do the raising nerds. It'll be fun. I I think there's a lot of potential here. Oh yeah. Just to have fun and yeah. have an excuse. That's all I'm looking for. It's just an excuse. Yeah, to have me fun. too. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, well, sounds good. You want to take us out, Scott? I mean, we talked about so much. <laughs> I don't think there's a there's a singular. There's not a singular timeline for this or timeline for. It's not. It's a. It's a linear timeline. Yeah, it's non-linear. <laughs> it's all over the place, almost like your kids are, especially when they're on sugar. But they're still worth all the time. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next time. See ya.